Welcome back, Impact Middle School. Uh, we hope that you are having a great week and hopefully doing something fun this weekend as you're watching this video. And we just wanted again, um, just reach out to you and say, uh, we're so glad that you're a part of us, uh, no matter what. If you are seeing us in person or just on, on video online, uh, we're here for you no matter what. And so we just wanna to continue to give you content uh, weekly. So if you watched our video last week, we started this new series uh, called The Big Picture. And we talked about uh, the Grand Canyon and like how it reminds us of God's creation. But that was the very beginning of the story of God throughout all the Bible, that God is creator and that, that sin entered the world because of our disobedience towards uh, Him. And uh, because He's holy and perfect and we had, um, because of Adam and Eve, right? There's this thing passed on to us that we have this inclination to be people of disobedience toward God. But Jesus steps in the picture, the big picture, right? And that He dies on the cross for us. And he rose again on the third day, and he commissioned us to go out and to make disciples of all nations. He's coming back, right? So that's kind of a mini uh, description of the big picture of the story of God. And so we're going to continue on. And there's, there's three parts of this series. So, so that was last week. We kind of talked about how to explain the gospel, how to share the gospel um, a very simple way. Um, you can do it um, with some of your friends and some of your family members and practice that, just kind of very easily summing up what Jesus did in the story of God all the way through that. So, but this week we're going to be in this part of Jesus talking the talk. So we have Jesus, the gospel, or Jesus, his life, death, and resurrection. So that's the gospel. And then this week we're going to be talking about Jesus talking the talk. And then next week we'll talk about Jesus walking the walk and how that is um, for us as believers to step into that. So we can uh, really see how Jesus talked and what he uh, was saying to us and how he opened his mouth and spoke things to us uh, and to be encouragement for us believers and followers of him. And so uh, we, we're going to be in Matthew chapter 5, uh, the Sermon on the Mount. But before we talk about these verses, I want you to do what we did last week. I had you guys close your eyes and imagine a, like, a picture, right? Or, or somewhere you're sitting, like, you know, on the map somewhere, right? So this week, I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to imagine yourself at the top of a peak of a mountain, okay? So imagine that. So just close your eyes. Still, some of you guys are not closing your eyes because you're like, Ryan can't even see me, so I'm not going to do that. But that's okay. That's on your conscience and not mine. I'm just kidding. So close your eyes. Imagine you're at the top of a mountain. Maybe it's like the beginning of a you know, the sunrise. It's cool, crisp, right? You maybe see birds flying and... Just imagine what that would be like to be on the top of a mountain. I know some of you guys love to be outdoors. You go up north and see these beautiful scenes that you could look at. But I want you to envision what might you be seeing from the top of it. All right, so open your eyes. Okay, so what are some things you're imagining? Were you looking at like something down below or looking out kind of at the other mountains? I mean, maybe it's a mountain range you're in Colorado or somewhere in the Rockies, right? What are you, what are you, what are you imagining? Did you imagine something like, bam, this, right? Look at that view, the top of the mountain. And, let, and like, imagine what it would be like to just be on a mountain like this, right? Something uh, very high, and you're sitting alongside a bunch of people listening to Jesus speak and teach you, right? Imagine this. And that's exactly what happens. The Sermon on the Mount, Jesus was speaking the words to his followers, to people that were listening to him and trying to see what he was going to say next. 
and it was an it was an amazing scene. So I hope you guys kind of get what I'm talking about here. So that's Jesus talking the talk on the mountains, what I like to call and tell middle schoolers that Jesus talked the talk. And next week we'll talk about Jesus walking the walk and how because of the Holy Spirit living inside of us for those that are followers of Christ, that we can talk the talk because God's Spirit, He instructs us, right? He gives, He comforts us, He convicts us, and then also He encourages us to keep on moving ahead and as we live our lives as well. So the main idea for this session is Jesus gave us the words to live by. You know, we are to follow Him and hear what He has to say. Okay, so are we listening to the words of Jesus? Because He speaks and we need to ask ourselves, are we listening about what He's talking about? Because that's a really important part of being a follower of Christ is to listen to His voice, right? Jesus talks about this aspect of, um, you know, my sheep hear my voice. You know, or do you hear the voice of Jesus? And so if you're new to this, uh, this is a great time to explore that. And so I, we'd, be, we'd be happy to help you in any way. But we're going to dive into Matthew 5. So if you go on Bible Gateway, um, I love these set of verses. It's often called the Sermon on the Mount. So if you're new to Bible study, this is what we're talking about. Jesus speaking. It's like a, like a mini sermon. He talks about, you know, blessed are the such and such, right? He, talk, he lays all these things out. And it's really important for us to listen to what he's saying here. So this is what it says in verse 1 in Matthew 5. Seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain. And when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And verse 2 is really important. So this is what he says. He opened his mouth and taught them, right? So the first thing that Jesus did was to open his mouth and speak. He was teaching his disciples. He, it's very important that, that we take note of that because that Jesus opened his mouth and that's the first thing he was doing. He was talking to people. He was teaching them, speaking to them. And this is what Jesus said in verse 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. And blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. So here's the first point, guys, is that Jesus talks about what it looks like to be in the kingdom of God. I love this description of the Sermon on the Mount. You know, Jesus is laying out the recipe or what it looks like to be a part of this community, this community called the kingdom of God. Here's what's going to happen. Whenever people are poor in spirit, they have the kingdom of God. If they have nothing, they have the kingdom of God. And those that are mourning, those that are deeply grieving and distressed because of something happening, what's going to happen is the opposite side of that is they're going to have comfort, right? So there's this upside down aspect of the kingdom of God and that this is what it looks like to be a part and in the kingdom of God. So Jesus opens his mouth and speaks the truth to us of what it looks like to be in his kingdom. Things might happen to us and people might say things to us, but for us as Christians, we need to keep on talking this talk to each other because Jesus first talked to, to it about us, right? He talked to it. And guys, notice this. I love the fact that Jesus, for one, he's sacrificial, right? He gives his life. But as he's walking with, with, with his disciples for three years, he doesn't leave them just, just dry. He doesn't leave them on their own. He gives them instruction. 
He gives them words. He spoke as one who had authority, right? The Pharisees and scribes uh, caught on to this, right? He had authority and he was speaking the truth about who he is, about his father, and about what it looks like to be in this kingdom of his father. And just, the, guys, we want you to be a part of this. So, listen to these words. Maybe you need to go back and just, just read these verses 3 through 11 again and just write it out. What does it look like to be a part and in the kingdom of God? And how can I do this? How can I be those that are pointing people that want hunger right, and thirst for righteousness? How do we point them to Jesus? Because we know that they're going to be satisfied. That's what Jesus said on that mount. And also, if you go to verse 13, same chapter, Matthew 5, 13 through 16, says this, talking about, so it's, it's, there's, there's going to be a shift here, and you'll notice this, okay? So here's the shift. It says, you are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It shall no longer be good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. Verse 14, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. He's being very practical. He's saying that's silly. But on a stand, it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. So here's Jesus. Here's the second point after he's going from the Sermon on the Mount, talking about the aspects of being in the kingdom, characteristics of what kingdom life looks like as a believer. Jesus talks about what it looks like to be for the kingdom of God. So if you're for something, you're going to be salt, you're going to be light. So there is this aspect of being a part of the kingdom, being in it. But here's how we be for it. How can you be for the Great Commission? How can you be for bringing much glory and honor to God by the way you live? You know, you are salt, you are light. These aspects are really outreach, right? How we represent our God. So Jesus begins to talk about what our role will be in in our lives as kingdom people. We will hear his words, but also we will be representatives, representatives of his kingdom. We can talk his talk because we are, we are those to shine. We are, the, we are to be those that shine our light to others so they can see Jesus. So let me ask you this. The way you give light, the way you shine your light, can people see Jesus? And I think, guys, it starts here. Jesus, Jesus talked the talk. So how are you using your words? How are you speaking to other people? How are you being a representative of Jesus to your sphere of influence, to your friend group, to your neighborhood, to your ball team, to your dance club or dance team or whatever, whatever activities you're involved in this summer? I know it looks a lot, a lot different for all of us, but what are you doing? Like, what, what are you, how are you being a, a light shiner is what I call it. Bottom line, because of what Jesus has done for us, guys, and let's not get this mixed up. Because as a response to what Jesus has done on the cross, that we can shine our light for him and bring him honor and glory. Right? A lot of us mix that up and we want to do things for God so he loves us. No, he loves us and he showed us how much he loved us on the cross. Right? Because of what Jesus has done for us, we can live in the kingdom and shine our lights before everyone so they can see Jesus clearly. So here's some questions to think about as we're wrapping up. What's your favorite blessed words that Jesus spoke on the mountain? So go back and, and look at the first 11 verses. So like what are, what are, what's a, like a word that Jesus spoke, right? That he was talking the talk, right? What are, what are ones that you are catching on that you are maybe thinking about? I like that one. I need that one in my life. I need to be a peacemaker, right? And I need to be somebody who's going to point people to 
to God to be satisfied because they want, they want righteousness. They want to be satisfied. Another question is, is it hard to shine your light before other people who are not followers of Jesus? And I think all of us can unanimously say, yes, it is. Right? But we are called to do this because Jesus told us um, that's, that's what it looks like. We need to do this because we're going to bring glory and honor to our Father in heaven. And the third question is going to be, how are you going to be living this out? How can you apply this in this next week, in the months to come, in the year to come? What can you do to live out the words Jesus talked about? How can we be in the kingdom and for it at the same time? So that's week two in the big picture. We hope that you're enjoying these and it's bringing about much conversation with friends, family, however you can do that. We want you to have community in some level. Uh, be together with somebody in this time. We'll see you next time, Impact Middle School.